Life Audio. Hello. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Jennifer Slattery, and after this short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse, Exodus 1, 12. Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. She has created a new six-week discipleship course for women to talk about community, women in leadership, accountability, and more. We want discipleship to be what's drawing people, not bounce houses. They're more likely to come back and not just to be entertained. Even in me, you know, making him have to pry it from my hands, he was still saying, but I have something better. It was because of the redeemed saying so, of telling the story of what God had done. When we point people to him, they're going to want to know him. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. Today's Bible verse is Exodus 1, 12. But the more they were oppressed, the more they multiplied and spread. So the Egyptians came to dread the Israelites. How do you respond when God blesses others? When your colleague gets a raise or is offered a promotion and you're not? Or when your neighbor comes home with a fancy new car when the one you're driving is barely holding it together? Our reaction to other people's successes says a lot about our hearts for God and what we believe about Him. Do we really believe He's sovereign, faithful, and good? That He knows what is best and is abounding in love toward all His children? Or do we think perhaps He's playing favorites? That He's maybe holding out on us? That His plans for us aren't truly all that good? That His plans for someone else are better? Or that He lacks the power to bring those plans about. Although we might direct our jealousy at whomever has whatever we feel we lack, ultimately our discontentment reveals cracks in our relationship with God. Places we don't fully trust Him to have our best in mind and the power to bring that best about. Now, I don't know if the Egyptians referenced in today's verse knew of Yahweh, Creator God, but I do know they didn't truly know Him not as the loving, attentive, all-powerful, sovereign God that he is. And they certainly weren't living their lives in worshipful obedience to their creator. They didn't seek him, nor did they trust him. They trusted in themselves instead, in their wisdom, in their governmental power, and their military strength. Therefore, when the Hebrews' lives among them multiplied, the Egyptians began to feel threatened and did all they could to oppress them. And when God continued to multiply his people, the Pharaoh called for a nationwide genocide. He commanded his people to kill every Hebrew newborn male. What a contrast to how the Pharaoh from centuries prior, when a man named Joseph, one of the Hebrew patriarchs, first entered Egypt. 
Now, you can read his story in Genesis 31 through 50, but to paraphrase, Joseph came to Egypt at the age of 17, after his brothers had sold him into slavery, and initially, he was purchased by a high-ranking captain named Potiphar. And while there, Scripture says that the Lord was with Joseph and caused all that he did to prosper. Potiphar noticed and wisely gave Joseph increased responsibility. But then, unfortunately, Potiphar's wife made false accusations against Joseph and he was thrown into prison, which was probably more like a dungeon. But again, we read in Genesis 39, verse 21, that the Lord was with Joseph. And once again, someone noticed, this time the chief jailer. Seeing God's hand in Joseph's life, he increased his responsibility and he gave him authority over all the prisoners. Eventually, Joseph was brought before Pharaoh and asked to interpret a dream, which he did. Well, God did through him. And yet again, someone, this time the most powerful ruler in the land, noticed, saying of him, can we find a man like this in whom is a divine spirit? Then to Joseph directly, he said, since God has informed you of all this, there is no one so discerning and wise as you are. And then he gave Joseph a great deal of authority over all of his house and his people, stating, only in the throne I will be greater than you. Again and again and again, the Egyptians during Joseph's day recognized and celebrated the hand of God, evidence of his blessings. And as a result, God blessed them as well through Joseph's leadership, actually. Because of the wisdom God had provided, the Egyptians thrived during a famine that could have killed them all. And numerous nations came to Egypt for food. What a contrast to the Egyptians we see during the time of Moses' birth. Instead of celebrating all God had done and was doing, they felt threatened and immediately took a defensive stance. The result? They were ultimately annihilated, every last one of the Egyptian army. If only they had recognized God's blessing for what they truly were, blessings, then maybe their sinful hearts wouldn't have become so corrupt. Maybe the lives of all those who had drowned in the Red Sea could have been saved. Both stories, what occurred during Joseph's life and also what occurred at the beginning of Moses' life, encourage us to ask ourselves, who do we most often represent? The one who saw God's hand as a blessing or the one who felt threatened, who turned to increase self-reliance and fought against the very purposes of God. And when someone else's blessings or promotions cause us to feel agitated, may we hit pause and ask God why. Why are we feeling that way? Is our reaction caused by fear, by discontentment with our current circumstances? And what doubts regarding God does our reaction, do our emotions reveal? Let's pray. Father, we know you are loving. We know you are faithful and you are attentive. You love every person you created and you don't have favorites. You are a faithful God. Help us to remember that when we're feeling threatened when we maybe feel discounted, when we begin to feel discontent with our circumstances, when we maybe begin to doubt that you really want to care for us or that you really are caring for us, help us to remember your character, that you are indeed loving, that you are indeed faithful, that you are indeed just, 
and help us to trust in that. And Lord, when we recognize, when we notice blessings in our world, help us to celebrate that as evidence of you, of your power, of your love, of your heart. And when we feel threatened, before we react, before we allow our discontentment to grow to bitterness, to grow to disillusionment that drives us further from you and your plans for us, help us to hit pause and to investigate with you what is really going on internally. Show us our fears. Show us the lies that have taken root. Show us the places where we doubt you. And then fill those places with faith-bolstering truth. In the name of your Son, our Savior, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed this episode, would you leave us a rating and review in your favorite podcast app? It helps us connect to more listeners like you. This episode was produced by Kelly Gibbons and Stephen Sanders with executive oversight by Stephen McGarvey. We want to thank our wonderful hosts, Jennifer Slattery and Grace Fox. You can hear more from Jennifer by visiting jenniferslatterylivesoutloud.com. And you can find out more from Grace by visiting gracefox.com. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. Christmas. For most kids, it's the most joyful time of the year. But this Christmas, 1.5 million children will spend the holiday separated from a parent because their mom or dad is behind bars. Prison Fellowship Angel Tree needs churches in our communities to volunteer to bless local children with a gift, the gospel, and a loving message from their parent. I believe this is an incredible opportunity for our listeners to share the love of Jesus this Christmas. Many of Prison Fellowship's partner churches continue ministry to local Angel Tree families after Christmas is over. Through this ongoing care, Prison Fellowship Angel Tree strengthens and encourages families every day. Angel Tree wouldn't be possible without the help of faithful volunteers. If you're ready to make an internal impact in your community, please register today at angeltree.org backslash church. That's angeltree.org backslash church. Miracles are everywhere. Let our adventure begin! Discover Pure Flix, your premium streaming service where faith and family values come home. Ready to have some fun? The most exclusive selection of quality, wholesome movies and series that will uplift your spirit. A man can argue whether God exists. But when he looks at his daughters, he knows. With new arrivals every week. Unbelievable. Save big and enjoy the possibilities, like invitations to exclusive theatrical screenings. I see it, so I believe it. Find out more by joining today at pureflix.com. What do you do when the world around you is falling apart? It's amazing to me how many people are breathing air, they're going about their business and doing the things you're supposed to do. But if you really ask them, they know that on the inside, they are spiritually and emotionally and relationally dead. If we're not careful, all of us can experience that death. When what we need to do, even as the world around us is falling apart, we need to learn how to march when it would be easier to stay where we are and die. Join me each week on the March or Die show as we discuss that and so much more.